0: Welcome to Uncomplicating Weight Loss and Life. I'm your host, Eva Rodriguez, proud Latina, single mom, certified life coach, and weight loss coach. I'm here to help high achieving boss women lose their weight for the last damn time and up level their lives. When it comes to your health, weight loss, and this thing called life, I'm not saying it'll always be easy, but it doesn't have to be complicated. Welcome back to Uncomplicating Weight Loss and Life. At the time of this recording, it is Thanksgiving week. So if it's something that you celebrate, I hope you have a very happy Thanksgiving with you and your loved ones. This is actually a very special episode, something I've never done before. If you've never experienced the power of life coaching, you may not know just how transformative even one session can be. My very first session with a life coach was exactly two years ago and it changed my entire life. So I wanted to offer this opportunity for my listeners to actually listen to a real coaching session between me and one of my boot camp participants. She's a divorced single mom of two kids in her early forties. And she asked to be coached on consistency. But we ended up going very deep into the core of her thoughts and the mindset that was affecting her ability to work out consistently and to prioritize her health. This is something that I offered exclusively to my email list. So this is actually her very first time being coached. So I knew very little about what she wanted to be coached on with the exception of what she put on her form. Important note, this session has been edited to protect her privacy and her anonymity. But if you're someone who has ever struggled with being inconsistent, feeling guilty or selfish for doing things for yourself, or believing that you're too lazy to go after your goals, tune in to hear how I coach her out of those limiting beliefs and towards a place of self-compassion and self-love. And I hope that by listening to this, you're able to also experience a transformation, a change in how you think. There was a moment when even I got emotional. That's just how powerful this session was. So without further ado, here is a real life life coaching session. Tell me a little bit about your struggles with being consistent. Where does that stem from? I think it comes from I realized
1: when I was consistent that's when I I was married Um, I did everything for his schedule, for my kids and I'm still learning to do things for myself so being consistent is one of those things. Um, Figuring out what I need to do I told you before that I used to get up at four o'clock in the morning every day so I could be at the gym at five and go straight to work from there. And then once off work, go directly to pick up my kids from school and daycare, go home, do the homework, cook, clean, all of that until my husband came home, which was about 7.30 or later, um, if he came home, because sometimes he would work uh, late into the night And so the only time that I could get any time to myself was at 5 a.m. when everybody else was asleep. So I got up and I did it because I had to to accommodate everybody else. Mm -hmm. And now I don't have the husband. I have my kids 50% of the time. And so I'm still trying to figure out a schedule that I can set and be consistent with and do things for me, get the stuff done, the exercise particularly that I need to get done. Um, And not make the excuses for, you know, Mm -hmm. missing it. Um, And so for me, that would look like getting up early in the morning. Because that would be something that when I do have my kids, I could still be consistent with and get my workout in versus thinking that I could do it. In the evening, when when I have my kids with me, that's, again, when I'm getting home, dinner, everything for the night. And then I'm just like beat and I don't want to do anything else, even if it is only 25 to 30 minutes. Um, and um, so I just I need to get back into just getting myself up, dragging myself out of bed earlier in the morning and get that done and out of the way. So I have the rest of the day to do whatever else needs to be done, yeah. you know, and that would also permit myself to like go out with friends on the days that I don't have my kids, you know, and not be like, oh, well, I got to get my Workout if I do go out, which I've done plenty of times. <laughs> um, margaritas have won over more often than I would like to say. <laughs> um, but you know, at least that way, if I couldn't, I just need to get myself up in the morning, get my workout done, and get on with my day. Yeah, and that's that's the only thing that has worked for me in the past. And I just, I need to do that. I and mean, I need to do it for me. I need to understand the importance of doing that for me. Mm-hmm.
0: Walk me through your thought process when the alarm goes off in the morning. Say you set the alarm. You had every intention to to do the workouts. 30 minutes. You already know what it's going to be. Mm-hmm. What are all the thoughts when the alarm goes off?
1: Oh, I'm so
0: tired. I went to bed later than I wanted to. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and there are days when uh, my little one will still uh, sleep in my bed and so then it's like you know not getting as good of a nice rest as I could have um and so it's just it's just mostly laziness I'll be honest with you it, it is it's you know I'm comfy and I'm still tired and groggy. Mm-hmm. And um so it's you know, just not getting my ass out of bed. I have no excuse for it. I really don't. Mm-hmm. I know it needs to be done and I don't do it.
0: Mm-hmm. So why does it need to get done?
1: Because I need to be healthy. I need to be healthy for myself, for my kids. I have family history of diabetes. I myself had gestational diabetes, heart issues running my family obesity runs in my family so i need to do what i can to try to you know, save those things off as much as i can anything that is within my control i should be doing
0: <laughs> okay so i hear a lot of shoulds tell yes. me more <laughs> tell me more about that so when you're laying in the bed and you're like okay i sh- i should lots of shoulds i should get up I yeah. should go work out. I should put myself first. I should do these things because of all these reasons. How do you feel when you think those thoughts?
1: I, I kind of do actually feel guilty because I'm not getting up. Mm.
0: And I know that I am
1: going to be irritated with myself for not doing it. Yeah. And that, you know, even if I tell myself, "Oh, well, I'm tired now, I'll just do it later. I'll make time to do it later. Mm-hmm. And I know that, I, you know, it's rare that I'm going to make that time to do it later. So then it's just the, the guilt that I feel that like, oh, you know, and then some time goes by and I'm like, if I had gotten up 10 minutes ago, I could have already been into my workout. And then uh, there are days though too, that it, I have a little trouble sleeping and I might wake up like super early, like hours before I'm supposed to be. Um, and I'm talking like 3 a.m. or something and I just mm. cannot get back to sleep. And I think to myself, then too, like, well, damn it. I could have gotten up and worked mm-hmm. out.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> then showered and just like laid back down for a while or something. It's just, it's more irritation with myself and the guilt for not doing it
0: yeah yeah, so guilt and irritation with yourself. When you do make the time to work out, how do you feel afterwards?
1: I feel great, actually. Like I get with
0: with your workouts, even though
1: they are short, which I love because again, it should easily fit in my day, right? There's a should again. It should easily fit into my day. And when I do it, it does. <laughs> um, <laughs> but even as short as they are, what you designed for me for my workout is like so intense in that short amount of time that I'm dripping sweat. And it's that good cleansing sweat that, you know, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where, <laughs> Or it's like, oh, it feels so good. It feels so good to have worked out, to have moved. I can work out at my gym or I'll work out at home, depending on the day. And if I work out at the gym, they have an outdoor area. So if I do that, then I go there and I'm outside and it feels even better, right? Because it feels good to be out in the sun and have the fresh air and getting the workout in. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so... It always it does feel good, and I know it feels good. Mm-hmm. And then there are those days that I still don't do it. Yeah. That's another reason why I kick myself for it. So I'm like, it, it feels good. I know I it, I know that I feel good after I do it. Mm-hmm. So why did I not do it? <laughs> right.
0: Yeah. So whenever our brain asks us a question, we have to answer it. Otherwise, what happens is mm-hmm. your brain keeps looking for reasons to it's it's almost like a google search you put in a question and mm-hmm. it'll be like why do i not do this and then your brain will yeah. give you all these reasons it's like a, all you know the google search will be like here's a million mm-hmm. and five reasons <laughs> here's all these answers mm-hmm. so when you think about it why do you think take your best guess if you know yeah. that when you work out you feel better why don't you do it more consistently
1: um, i have no no reasons no excuses i just don't um You know, I, I just don't, I just don't find the energy to do it. Um, And even though it's something that is great, just the thought of having to do another thing in the day can be daunting. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, just like another task that I have to do, even though when I'm doing it, it doesn't even feel like it's a task. And I have to say that even though I've not been as consistent as I would like to be, I have noticed that I I don't know if it's muscle memory or what, but I've mm-hmm. um, been able to increase my weight mm-hmm. um, faster than I have in the past. yeah, um, you know, up to using the fifteen pound dumbbells for a lot of them now. I've noticed that um, I can fit into some jeans that I did not fit into just, you know, a few months ago. And my, yeah, I wear a ring all the time and it's looser. I'm happy with that because uh, as you and I have discussed before, my goal is not necessarily weight related. It's I want to fit in my clothes really. Yeah. I want to feel good in what I'm wearing. So, I'm I'm I am happy that I've at least started to mm-hmm. see a little bit of that. I know the dedication and the patience that it takes to get to your ultimate goal. And so I am in this for like the long haul. I know that, you know, maybe next summer if if I'm doing this until next summer where I can you know I do better and I get more consistent I know that I'm going to see probably even better results Mm -hmm. than what I am hoping for yeah um and but that's the thing I do want to do it slow like Mm -hmm. that I want because I want to be able to keep it off Mm -hmm. I don't want it to be the sudden drastic change that is difficult to you know keep off Yeah, we'll come back like the moment that I don't know, maybe ice cream or something. Mm
0: -hmm. Exactly. (laughs) Yes, I think it's important that you give yourself so much more grace and and credit and compassion because I see you're hard on yourself. Most of us tend to be, but Mm. you when you do work out, you feel great. You that's a we that's established. You feel great when Mm. you do work out. You get stronger. That's a huge win. Your clothes fits different. Honestly, to Mm -hmm. me, clothes fitting different is even more important than the number on the scale, because that means things are recompositioning themselves. Mm -hmm. Your ring fits better. All of these things are amazing. When you think of that and all of the all the great things, like if we could bottle all of the feelings of you work out, you get it done, you feel strong, you feel great, you're outside because you have the nice. I'm jealous that I can't work out. (laughs) Outside at the gym. Oh, that's right. You're on the other side. I'm on the east coast. It is freezing. Um, But you have all of these things, and you can you can almost remember, kind of like how our body has muscle memory. Um, We also Mm -hmm. have emotional memory. When you can remember that feeling, and if you can think of that feeling and tap into that feeling at five o'clock in the morning, when all you want to do is hit snooze, when all you want to do is keep sleeping, instead of this thought. I'm just lazy. You're not lazy. You're tired. Mm -hmm. Right. And so with the, the self-judgment and the shoulds, which go hand in hand, when, when I asked you, how does that feel when you're shoulding and shoulding and shoulding, I should do this, should do that. Mm -hmm. It makes you feel guilty. You said, and irritated with yourself. What a lot of Mm -hmm. us think is that when we're really hard on ourselves, it'll motivate us. It actually does the complete opposite. Right. Because those thoughts that are like really pounding us, like, oh, you should be doing this, you should be doing that. It doesn't yield this feeling of like, yes, I should. Let's take the day on, seize the day. It doesn't do that at all. It does the complete opposite. And then all you all you're going to feel is annoyed with yourself and guilty for not doing what you think you should be doing because of all of these reasons. So we want to reframe. We're going to work on reframing that in in a moment. But what we want to reframe instead of all the things that I should do and I'm missing out or I'm not doing this enough or do that enough. We we first want to always acknowledge what is going well. The wins over the past couple of months. They may seem small, but they're not because it's the little ones that add up throughout Like you just keep doing it and doing it. It just keeps you'll get stronger and you get smaller and you get healthier and you feel better. All Mm. of that's important. What a lot of us do sometimes is because it's not this grandiose thing, we kind of like, "Ah, it's just this and it's just that. And it's just, but it takes away from all the effort. And so then mentally your brain's like, well, I'm giving her these little things and she's not really, it's not, it's not a big enough deal for her. And so then that also like, it almost stacks on itself. All of these thoughts that we have will stack on themselves. And then that will affect what's happening now, the consistency because when you are feeling when you kind of feel like that sense of like yes, it's the, the new week, I'm going to do it 3 days this week or whatever you set your mind to, right? It's easy to get deflated whenever something goes off, whenever like you have a bad day at work, you, your kids are acting the fool or or something and then everything mm-hmm. throws it off. Once something goes off of plan. So it's really important that when you're thinking about your goals, when you're thinking about if the goal is I want to be consistent with my workouts because I feel good afterwards, because I am seeing results and, it was, and I would see maybe faster results with more consistency. So at least we know we can now take one piece out of like we know what part of the issue is. The issue mm-hmm. is really just mentally you're exhausted because you're a single mom. Dealing with multiple children with multiple needs, and they have to be here and they have to be there, and all of that. But what I think is really important, and what I want to kind of dig a little deeper in is being a single mom and also coming from a place where you were self sacrificing a lot in your previous relationship. Now Mm -hmm. that it's you, sometimes it takes us a little bit of time, no matter how long it's been since the relationship, of just like being comfortable with the new identity of mm-hmm. I'm the single mom. Now I have all this responsibility, but just as important as taking care of everybody else is taking care of myself. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes. I'm learning. Yeah. Because what happens in mo- a lot of my clients are single moms and I get it because I am as well. It makes, because we're taking care of everybody else. It's so easy to just be like, I'm too tired to even think about this. Mm-hmm. So even the most compelling of whys that you have of, you know, this runs in my family and i don't I don't want to be at risk for these illnesses and all of that, even that when you're exhausted, none of that shit matters because all you want to do is sleep or disconnect or rest or just an, an extra fifteen minutes in bed, right. And so it's important that you also acknowledge that with compassion. You're not lazy. I've never met a single mom that is lazy. We're, we don't, we can't do it. (laughs) There's always too much for us to do. There is no space for laziness. Mm -hmm. So that's another thing that I, I want you to stop saying because it's not true. (laughs) It's not true. And it's also not useful in helping you put yourself first because if you believe that you're lazy anything that you do for yourself will feel indulgent and that will create yeah. a barrier it creates a barrier yeah. in your brain so you. tell me what your thoughts are about self-care self-love like prioritizing your needs what are your thoughts around that
1: i know it's important and I'm trying to figure out how to do that. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: for years, I was
1: told that I was selfish mm. for doing things for this. So I'm trying to unlearn that. But it's, it's hard. It's hard to learn things, you know, to unlearn things that um, you were told and you were convinced of for almost two decades. And I still get told I'm selfish over things related to the kids. Mm-hmm. And I'm acting in the best interest of the kids. So it's it's hard to start from the bottom when it comes to doing things for myself. Not feeling, again, guilty about doing anything for myself. Giving myself the time that I need. Um, you saying no. And anything that might be considered self indulgent to do for me. Mm. Set the time aside for me. Go get my nails done for me. Go to therapy for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's hard because I get sucked back in every so often when things seem to be going well and then suddenly there's somebody who is mad and you know it throws me back into just the feelings that I had before.
0: During this time when you were being told that you're selfish for trying Mm -hmm. to prioritize your needs or for doing something nice for yourself did you ever start to believe that it was true?
1: I did and that's for several reasons. Not only because of what he would tell me, but I grew up in a home where, you know, very traditional values and my mom stayed home with us and she never did anything for herself. Mm -hmm. She would have socks that were older than I was and they'd have holes in them and she would not get rid of them because she didn't spend money on herself. She didn't. Do anything for herself; it was all for. Her. Um, and so there's, you know, kind of I guess pressure from that background um, mm-hmm. that you just you don't do things that are for you. You don't take that time. You don't spend some money on yourself. You don't do these things because it's, you know, something might be considered wasteful. Go spend money to get a massage or something or just or go out with your, your girlfriends and have some, you know, friend time. You don't do stuff unless it's going to involve your kids or your husband or something. You don't have time for yourself. That's not a priority. You're always on the back burner. And there's just never enough hours in the day. How do I work full time? raise my kids, really as the primary parent, get everything done at home that needs to be done because there's always more laundry to do. (laughs) There's always the dishes to do, always other things to do. And then to get enough sleep as well, it's just, there's just never enough time in the day.
0: So tell me what you believe about yourself. Do you believe that you're selfish? I don't.
1: I don't think that I am. I have really good friends, really good people in my life, Um, and I don't think that they would be around me if I were. Yeah. So. Yeah.
0: So that's not true. No matter who says it, ex-husband, anyone else, even family member. What's important for this one is for you to get very grounded in that's not true. That can be their opinion. Do we really care about the ex-husband's opinion? Yeah, He can have all the opinions in the world. He's wrong. Yeah. So if you center yourself in he's wrong, I know I'm not selfish. Selfish people don't have friends that love them. And kids that love them. And maybe what you saw. Being modeled. As you were growing up. I grew up in a very very traditional Latino household. Similar. Mm-hmm. mom, Mom didn't work. She sacrificed everything. Her yeah. happiness. Her time. Everything. Right. Then she resented the hell out of me for it. I was like I didn't ask for this. <laughs> I didn't <laughs> ask for it. <laughs> I was born to this. Hey. Right. But. Our parents didn't know any better. They were just following the norms. They were surviving. Yeah. But it's what was modeled. And so for mm-hmm. us, for women who grew up like this, to us that's normal mm-hmm. until we live it. And then we are on the other side of it. So now you're on the other side and you're like, wait a minute. I wasn't being selfish. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe, maybe he's the selfish one. Because well, for sure. In comparison, (laughs) who did more? (laughs) Yeah. The opinions that have been placed on you for decades that you are selfish, not true at all. The reason why this is such an important thing for you to, to really recognize is the thought way, way in the back of your head of being told that you were selfish for so long, getting to a point where you probably believed sometimes, then having that dissonance of, I'm not, but they keep saying I am. Mm
1: -hmm. So
0: who's right? And when we're in any type of emotionally manipulative relationship, it's really easy to forget who we are. Mm -hmm. It's really easy to forget what's true. So one thing that's important for you is to always remember who you are. It's something that I say to a lot of my clients. Um, I'm sure you've watched The Lion King because you have children. And there's that scene. <laughs> I watched it before I had children. <laughs> oh, me too. <laughs> and there is the scene where Simba is looking up at the sky and Mufasa is telling him, remember who you are. Yeah. That is my favorite. It gives me chills. It's what I tell my son when he starts forgetting the little lion that he is, because we're really Leos, um, the little lion that he is, when he forgets that, like, hey, you got this. You know what you're doing. Sometimes I have to say it to myself. Remember who you are. So for you, remember what is actually inside of you. What people in the past that wanted to hurt you said to you
1: doesn't matter
0: anymore because it's not true. So if you're not selfish, because you're not, we've established that you're you not, what are you? What makes you such a lovable person with these friends that love you, that want to go places with you, that wrap their arms around you and help you as you're navigating this, this new life of yours? Who are you? What are the what are the things about you that you believe about yourself?
1: Um, I know that I am smart. I'm really funny <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm loyal, pretty much to a fault, mm-hmm. as I have learned from my my past. And I have noticed that I am someone my friends can come to. They know that they'll get real. Opinions, real advice, and you know, I'm not going to judge them. You know, I'm not afraid to explain or share any mistakes or anything that I have made. If it can help somebody else to at least feel like they're not the only one, they're not alone, Um, if it can help them. If my mistakes can help somebody else learn, I want to provide that for them. Yeah, I'm an open book. I don't. I I will share anything, and um, it's. I, I think people just they feel comfortable with me, and I typically like especially now. Um, I'm always <laughs> the one with the positive attitude. I'm the one who is. Asked more, you know, if, if I come in and I'm quiet, then people notice. Yeah. I, I guess in a way I could say that I make people feel good to be around me.
0: I'm just going to read this back to you so that you can remember. You are brave, you are loyal, you are honest, open, funny, supportive, generous, you have a positive attitude and you like to make people feel good. Selfish people don't do that. They do not. They do not. So you are not selfish. Taking care of yourself is not selfish. Putting your health first so that you can be there and watch your kids graduate from high school and college and get married. I'm going to cry too. Prioritizing your health for that is not selfish. It is actually the most selfless thing that you can do as their mother. Because they need you to be healthy, to be strong. More importantly, to be happy. Because they are watching you. They want you to be healthy, strong, and happy. Let that motivate you. Let that be the thoughts when, when you wake up in the mornings and you're like thinking of the shoulds and all that. No, no, no. If you think I'm doing this for my babies so that they know dad does whatever he does, but mom, that's our rock even more of a reason for you to prioritize your health because they need you. you. They need you to go to bat for them. They need you to protect them as best you can. And the more centered you can be, despite the chaos around you, because we can't change the X, and we can't change the courts, and we can't change the custody. So all we can focus on, what can I control? You control your thoughts, you control your feelings, you control your actions and your reactions. Mm -hmm. So because you can control your thoughts, you are never allowed to say you're lazy again. You are never allowed to shit on yourself, even though I hate that saying, it's true, can't do it. Mm Because what you need to focus on is rewiring all of those thoughts that kind of circle and spiral, especially when things are heavy, especially when you're dealing with life shit. And you're like, what in the hell? What am I going to do when that's happening? You have to be so conscious of the thoughts that are coming in and out of your head. Because it'll be really easy. Remember how we started the call to pile on all the bullshit and believe that you're failing you're not past few months you've been in survival mode it is exhausting it's so exhausting that you need to be kind and gentle with yourself and say I've been through hell these past few months but I'm still standing And I'm so brave that I didn't give up. And I'm getting my kids the help that I know that they need. Fuck him. These are my babies. You are a strong-ass mama bear. When you're feeling weak, remember who you are. If you don't want to get out of the bed at 5 in the morning because you didn't sleep well, your body needs sleep more than it needs to lift weights. You can get to that. You can start small. You can, yeah, the program's five days a week, do two. The next week, do three. It's not going anywhere. I'm not going anywhere. But what I want you to focus on is not beating yourself up. What you can do for yourself, what I want you to focus on, action items. What are the little things? One thing per day. What is one thing I can do for myself today, tomorrow, the next day, every single day? Wake up in the morning. What's one thing I can do today for me? That can be working out. That can be sleeping in. That can be getting your nails done. That can be giving your boys a hug. That can be anything that brings you a sense of either joy, peace, Accomplishment, pride, or just calm. One thing. It can be big, it can be small. That one thing can be workout. Go for a walk. Get yourself used to that. And then you tell your brain this is how you reframe the thoughts that have been circling, circling for years. I'm learning how to be consistent. I'm learning how to prioritize myself one day at a time, one task at a time, one habit at a time. And when we're learning, see, our brain gets to relax a little bit because you don't have to be an expert when you're learning something. You get to make mistakes. You get to fall off. You get to be like, didn't, I didn't really finish that, but it's okay. Cause I'm learning how to be an expert at this. And that will take time, but it starts with little things. So every day, whether you journal on it, whether you just ask yourself when your eyes open in the morning, what's my one thing that I'm going to do for me today? One thing that brings me a positive emotion. That's how you start to build that trust within yourself to detach and disassociate from the thought error, a thought error is when we believe something that's not true, from that thought error that self-care or Mm self-love is selfish. Because if we just jump into it like, no, it's not, best thing you can do for yourself. And let's start now with all these things. Too much cognitive dissonance. And you'll resist it. So you have to start with little things. So in this call, we've established you are not selfish. You are not lazy. If consistency has been a struggle for you, of course it has. Because life has thrown you some curveballs. A lot of them in the past few months. That even the strongest mama bear wouldn't have done anything different. Yet you're still standing. Your kids adore you. Your job is to be their safe person and to be strong because they're watching and they know. Mama has my back. But in order for them to see that, you got to be good with yourself. And that starts with kindness and compassion. The kindness and compassion that you give everybody else. The one that you give all your friends. Yeah. You got to give it to yourself. That's self care. People sometimes think that it's this big thing. Like, it can be, but it doesn't have to be. It really is choosing yourself, treating yourself just like you treat the people you love. Because oftentimes when we don't love ourselves all the way, we treat ourselves like the people we don't love. And that's where like pouring from the empty cup comes from. That's where the exhaustion comes from. Every day you will ask yourself, what can I do for myself? Okay. One, One little thing. Every single day until it becomes a habit. Okay. And remember who you are. Thanks so much for tuning into today's episode. To learn more about how to work with me, go to eva.fist and click on the work with me button. While you're there, be sure to check out my free weight loss resources so that you can get a jump start on your journey. I'll see you there.